0: What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm back. It's Pauline Theology. I'm Paul and we are still in Judges, man, going through uh, this crazy book. Stuff is about to go real crazy now that we are finally on the Jephthah saga. We saw a little sneak peek or more like a deeper dive into the thought process of the Israelites as they repent, as they um, turn to God because they're distressed and under struggle and he raises up a person we kind of looked at what that cycle looks like in depth in a specific incident and that specific incident is now jephthah saga starting off so if you haven't read judges um 10 17 through 11 11 go ahead and stop it and read now and we'll uh jump into it so what we do here is we do four things man we first off just read and see what it says like understand what the context of the story is and then after that we talk about who God is and what his nature is displayed in the scriptures and then we talk about man and his nature in the scriptures and then finally we see how those things that we've just looked at can apply to our lives so uh yeah let's go ahead and do that what is actually going on in this story now what's going on man well it looks like uh These uh, folks, the sons of Ammon, are um, on the people of Israel. It says that they've camped out and they're about to make war with Israel. Well, the elders of Gilead are like, hey, um, we need somebody to go before us, man, to take on these people. And so that's a little start of what's happening. And then we go and we talk about a little aside, you know, a little uh, uh, apposition to what's about to happen. We go into a guy named Jephthah who... Was the son of a Gilead, but he was the son of a prostitute. So he was like an illegitimate illegitimate son, and so uh, the the real sons, quote unquote, real sons of Gilead, when they got older, they were they were high in society. They were they were high in society, and so they uh, kicked him out and said, "Man, you ain't you ain't getting your possession, homie." And so he left. He fled. And then he got hooked up with some guys of ill reproof, some strong men, some people who were warriors. And he was a warrior. He said he was a, a great and mighty of valor, man of valor or a warrior. And so now we jump back into kind of what we just started out talking about. It did a little side to talk about who Yipta was or Yipta was. And then it went back to where the story began. As the sons of Ammon or the Ammonites are going to make war against the Israelites. And so now the heads of Galid, which we assume are probably some of the brothers of Egypta, uh, because it said they became great. And so they become elders or heads or leaders of the city. And they come back to Egypta. They try and take him away from this good land that he was at where he was like doing good and great. He was succeeding. They came back to him. They're like, hey, man, come and take over these people because if you do, we'll make you a prince. And uh, he was like, "Why, why you guys want me to come back? Didn't you hate me? Didn't you send me away and wouldn't let me get my father's inheritance?" But they're like, "No, nah, no, nah, come on, man! It says we'll make you a a head over all of the people of Gilead, Gilead if you come." And so uh, he's like, "Well, if you will make me a head, then I will uh, come back and make you prince." like, "Oh, we surely." We'll do that. We surely will do that. And so they brought him back and uh, he came back with them. And it says that they made him the prince or king or leader over all of Gilead. And he said he said all the words before the people to make this happen. So what are, what are we getting? What are we going to get from this? What do we hear from this? Like, what is the character and nature of God do we see in this? Well, I think one thing we see is that God is one who elevates people that we might not think should be elevated. He sees beyond um, what we see. He elevates the most unlikely people because the the, the people, when they saw Egypt, uh when they saw him or, or they saw an illegitimate dude, they saw a person who was not in the right Family and the right stance, but the the author of judges knew that there was something special about him because that's why whenever he said Egypta, it says that he was a man of valor or he was a mighty warrior. Cause they knew it was inside him, man. And God knew it was inside him, and I, I, in a way, they probably saw it because they went back and got him, the people of uh, Egypta. But you see, God elevates these people. God sees more than what the people. Uh, normally see, the outside. God sees more. Well what can we see or find out about man in this particular situation? Well I think it is that uh, man love to use people. Yeah that, that's the sinful desire of humankind is that we love to use people. You see uh, uh, the elders of Galid are using Jipta by first taking his inheritance 'Cause they were like, well, we got this guy that we can just kick out because we know that he ain't uh first he's off by himself, but he ain't no good because he's a son of a prostitute. And then second, when they need help in trying to get away from or defeat the enemies that are trying to attack them, they're like, Oh, we'll use him and just say that he can have this particular role. Cause if you notice, they didn't really offer him originally the role which they said they were going to do for someone who would rise up and fight the Ammonites for them. They gave him a lesser role. And uh and uh Jephthah had to actually kinda manipulate them in order to get the role that was um said was gonna be given to whoever stood up. And then uh is also using them, man. Like he's using them to gain status in the community. I mean I'm sure he's felt lost and and um he's felt like uh You know, a pariah of the the family, the city that he grew up in because they kicked him out and cast him out. So, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to use you to gain status. Everybody using everybody here. That's the way of men. We use people. The way of sinful people. But how can we apply this to our lives? Understanding that that God elevates the most unlikely people and then that people just use people. Well, I think we should remember first that the Lord loves to use the weak to shame the strong. He says that in the New Testament many times through the words of Paul. Paul says that uh, he uses the weak to shame the strong. The, uh, the things that are um, unwise to shame the wise. God uses the most unlikely of sources to accomplish his most wonderful of tasks. That's who God is. And we need to remember that, man. So if you feel yourself like you're unworthy or you feel like you are not able or you feel like you can't handle. Don't let that stop you, because God is going to work in you a powerful and wonderful thing as long as we make ourselves available. That's how powerful he is. And then I think another thing that we can apply is don't despise the despised. You see. God has a special eye for these people and so we as Christians should be looking at people with more than just an outward appearance. We should be looking inside. Paul says it a wonderful way that we no longer look at people as the flesh, but as the spirit. And so we recognize people as being a part of the family of God or not. And if they're a part of the family of God, man, we know that they are of special use to them. He is, they are holy and consecrated. That is what God has done, set them apart for special use. And so as a people of God, we should be trying to find out a way to apply these things that God has desired for them to do with the church. And then, second, if they're not um, of of the spirit, they're of the flesh. Then that means we need to reach them because they are people that God loves, and desires to have community with, yet are not with Him yet. So I think those two things are some things that 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 we should do. And the first thing, of course, that we should remember. So I appreciate you guys for listening, and I hope that uh, yeah you found some value in this. And if so, man, I would uh, uh, I would uh, uh, love to hear from you. Thanks, guys, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.